0: You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose on purpose. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. The Light Walker's Path. I'm your host, Serena Myers, and this is episode 22. And today we're going to be talking about the resistance. Dun, dun, dun. Now, if you don't know, um, all of these sessions, whether they are interviews that I've done with people or whether it's just me riffing on a particular spiritual topic, um, they have all been little nudges and divine downloads of things that need to come through. And at the time of this recording, I just completed the... By Divine Love Retreat in White Rock, BC. It was an absolutely beautiful experience and the start of many more. I'll get into that a little bit later on. However, um, the resistance was something that was coming up for people on the last day and it was manifesting in all these different ways. And I'll be honest, it's coming up for me pretty regularly in these last couple of weeks. So let's talk about what the resistance is. Uh, Everyone has their kind of own way of looking at this. Some people will call it the ego. Some people will call it the shadow self. Um, Ultimately, what it is, it is the internal saboteur that is just coming up with different ways to distract us from the work that we have come here to do. Particularly when we're in these stages of up leveling, when we are dedicating to our path, we're going to start to... um, find different ways to pull our attention and our time and our intention away from doing inner work. And these are all tactics deployed by the ego, shadow, self, inner saboteur, whatever, but they all take the form of the resistance. I have to resist saying done, done, done after every time I say that because it really is resistance with a capital R. So let's talk about some of the ways that that can manifest. For some people, and a lot of people, procrastination is probably the biggest symptom of the resistance being in the driver's seat in your life. So even though you've got this perfectly planned to do list, suddenly you find that you need to do the stuff that actually isn't near the top of the list, you start to get lost on social media, you start to clean your house, God, I wish that was my tactic, but it's not. There's so many different ways. And I find this even within myself. And some of the little tricks that I play on myself, well, I'll actually say, oh, well, this is, you know, this is what the energy is guiding me to do, or this is what is possible right now. But really what it is, is that I have something that is on the other side of that task, usually something really heart expanding, or something really soul expanding, and all the other parts of me that basically need to die or shrink in order to For that new thing to take place they start to come up with all these different distraction techniques to be able to keep me from moving forward so procrastination number one thing now i do want to touch on procrastination in just one more little way and this is where that discernment piece that I've talked about in past episodes really comes forward. Daniela Port has this beautiful truth bomb that says procrastination is sometimes intuition, and it is. So oftentimes we find that there are particular tasks that we are um, avoiding. And again, we'll do anything but that task. And sometimes that is dun 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 the resistance but sometimes that that that's the part of us that is really unaligned to that task particularly when you're an entrepreneur you'll find this in maybe it's like your accounting like you just hate sitting down and doing your books or maybe it's writing your social posts or something along those lines and so those are the signs where we say okay great where do I need to bring in support if the thing that i am always avoiding is For me, I was a really big avoider with my taxes when I first started my business. It's a terrible thing to avoid as an entrepreneur, but ah, that was mine. And it was so much so that I had this immense anxiety. And so then I brought on a bookkeeper. And the bookkeeper was responsible for my monthly books. She submitted my um, government taxes on a quarterly basis. And then she filed my income tax at the end of the year. And I didn't even have to think about it. And the uh, investment that I spent in that was so little Um, but I had really built it up to be this really big scary thing and really it was me avoiding really taking charge of myself as a business owner and claiming my space. So yeah you will have those tasks that you're going to procrastinate with and it's because they're just not what you want to do they don't feel good they're not aligned and those are the areas that you need to call in some support with. In the case of my taxes I guess it was both a combination of stuff I was resisting and stuff that um, I didn't like and didn't feel aligned to me I'm not a numbers girl so really tune into that and really flex that discernment muscle so you can say okay great obviously i'm resisting this there's something in here for me am i resisting my growth or is this something i need support in who here has heard of energy sickness or vulnerability hangovers or um, any of the things that happen to us on a physical level so for me before i was doing a lot of spiritual work this would show up for me in my corporate days Where I would work my ass off and then right before it was time to go on vacation, I would get sick and I would spend most of my time off nursing a cold or a flu or something really miserable. And really what it was is that my body didn't know how to relax. And so I would push too hard and then crash on the other side of it. It makes total sense. And this happens to us also when it's not just about relaxation, but about expanding into something new. So you'll see a lot of people who will go to an event or a retreat that is really heart opening and soul expanding. And then as those shifts are taking place, particularly if energy is moving during that event. You might see that they're starting to get headaches or they're feeling just kind of lethargic and they're really not sleeping well and they're not feeling super in their bodies. And these are all kind of different ways that the resistance is manifesting, but it's using physical symptoms. And because here is the thing, if you start to make the mental correlation that every time I do a soul expanding event, I get sick after you stop wanting to do soul expanding events, the payoff just doesn't seem to be there. And it's not reality. What it is, it's resisting the expansion that is happening from that event. So when you're in that place, there's a few different things that you can do. And I just wrote a blog post about this recently because I felt like it was super important. Um, There are things that actually you learn kind of by doing. And so if more people aren't having these conversations, no one's going to know people are suffering unnecessarily. So the first part is really tending to the vessel. It's giving yourself enough time and space to process. It's getting the work out. It is drinking so much water. So, if you already drink a lot of water, drink more. Water helps to move energy. And so much of the resistance when it's on a physical level is an actual trying to push down the vibrational changes that are happening within us. So, if you can get to a place where you're at least providing the body with enough support to be able to move that energy then it's going to make things so much easier on you. There's also a lot of really grounding foods. So if you eat animal products, uh, this is probably a good time to do that. Uh, Bready products can be really helpful and bananas can be really helpful. These are things that just kinda are a little bit heavier. They pull us down into our bodies. They really help us to anchor back in physically. And so that'll help with any of that kinda untethered feeling or some of the lethargy that can sneak in. And lastly, you have this powerful tool within you called the breath. We always forget the breath, but honestly the breath and water are the two ways that you can really support the vessel to be able to move energy and um, really just keep us in the present moment. It's when we start to think, uh, did I do something wrong? Am I not processing this right? Was that too much? And we get in our heads, we just start to create a whole lot of stories and a whole lot of drama around this upgrade that is taking place. And then again, that's really pulling us out of our uh, out of our hearts and it's getting us stuck in our heads. So if you use water to tend to the body and you use the breath to really tend to the heart, those two things will really help you. And the last thing that I don't think a lot of people know about is that you can ask for it to be easy. I'm going to say that again. You can ask for it to be easy. (laughs) I know it sounds like such a simple thing and you're thinking, what? Ask who? So ask your angels or guides, ask the universe, ask God, ask the divine, whatever the body of energy is that you work with, that you feel is responsible for the soul expanding that is taking place. Ask for them to make it easier if you're feeling like it's too big and too overwhelming, ask them to just turn the intensity down so that that energy moves at a slower, gentler pace. You can ask them to process that energy while you're asleep, ideally without dreams. I always set the intention, but allow the sleep to be deep. So You can there's all these different ways you're really in charge. The thing is like the divine, they're not human, they don't know what our physical capacity is. And I think they think our threshold is a little bit higher than what it actually is some of the time. So you can set that intention for it to be done, I always say joy with joy, ease and grace and that really has a way of just bringing so much gentleness and i know particularly when i'm doing a lot of really big work so when i've worked with plant medicines or any kind of intensives um, or i've done a lot of work in one day because maybe i was neglecting my studies like i've done a few times and then i do a whole bunch of attunements at once to catch up those are when we have these massive energy shifts and i just my automatic belief is that this is going to be hard I have literally and I'm not joking here. I have literally checked myself into the emergency room thinking that I'm having, you know, a heart condition or an anxiety problem when in reality what it is is it's just a whole bunch of energy that is moving that I have not allowed to move with ease. It can be easy. You just have to set that intention and to believe that it's possible for you. I Want to talk about one more thing on that level. Believe it is possible for you. A lot of us, particularly with angel hearts and healer missions, we have worthiness issues. We have a lot to unpack. We have been told that we're different or that our work is out there. We have felt cast out and rejected. And a lot of us are carrying this wound, this otherness. This isn't truth per se, but it's the story that we've told ourselves. It's one that has really kind of stuck with us. So when I talk about, you know, believe that this is easy for you, it also means addressing the parts of you that don't believe that you are worthy of things being easy. And this isn't just with navigating resistance, this is manifesting, this is um, calling anything beautiful in, this is um, money and like finding the right work and the right clients, it's all these different facets of our life. Ease is not something that is designated for the other, ease is possible for you right now. But you need to believe it. And you need to claim it. So now you've got some tools for how to identify if you're in the resistance and what to do if you're there. The last thing I want to talk about is just what to do with the actual processing, because all of the stuff I've been mentioning, for the most part, tends to be on the physical level, that's what's going on, and sometimes the mental level. But there's also the emotional level, we have now you know, done this work or been to this event, and we're navigating the world with our hearts wide 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 open. What do we do so that we don't just clam up so that we don't revert to our old ways of being. And there almost needs to be this sort of all the heart lessons need to integrate now into the head. And that just takes some time to process. For some people, they're audio processors they literally need to talk to other people to talk it out to figure it out they want to be listening to podcasts and listening to other teachers so that they're kind of bringing information in and then having another outlet where they can communicate that so that they sort of they're social learners they're hearing themselves speak it out loud they're hearing other people share their insights that all kind of becomes this beautiful alchemical thing where everybody is learning because they're all social learners some people are very internal processors, and this is not necessarily an introvert-extrovert thing, although it does kind of lend that way sometimes. So internal processors are people who need to journal, who need to create art. They need to um, just get it out in a way that is very personal and individual and private. It's all for them. It's how they're able to get perspective. And the reason I say that this sometimes align with introverts is because that's kind of how they just see the world anyway, where they're sort of observers and where they're participating, but they're really taking the time to integrate it before they're sharing it with the world. And When you're doing this processing, particularly when you're doing it internally, so with a journal or with art or with music, um, it doesn't have to be something you ever share with the world. It might be something that is always entirely just for you. However, know that if it does feel right, then that is a possibility for you. The internet has given us the beautiful capacity to really give anybody a stage. So when we have platforms like podcasts, when we have YouTube, when we have Facebook and Instagram, you can get whatever you create out into the world if it calls to you. Okay, That is it for this week's episode. I hope you found it super helpful. And I know that I have just given you a little tease about how By Divine Love was just kind of the tip of the iceberg for what is coming. And the next program is going to be launching very soon and we're going to be digging into things like the resistance and how to navigate it with some really practical tools as well as a whole lot else and it is called due north now i'm going to link to it in the episode notes Um, as of right now, registration is not open, but will be opening very soon. There's limited space and, um, there's going to be some early bird bonuses. You want to make sure that you get in right away if this calls to you. So you want to head to serena.ca slash do north. Again, I'll put that link right in the episode notes and get on the list. And I will let you know as soon as everything is available for you to peruse, to tune in and to see if this is the opportunity for you. That's it for this week, my sweet. I hope this episode has found its way into your heart and is helping you to look at resistance with the whole new light and arm you with some tools so you can go into battle with it. I'll see you again next week. And until then, I hope things are full of love and magic.